Hello listeners, and thanks for joining us for this edition of Corona Chronicles. If you're interested in learning more about the ways that our community is adapting in the midst of the coronavirus crisis, you're in the right place. It's your chance to better understand how the news about this pandemic may affect you and your life. You may even learn about the ways you can contribute to the greater good, and it only takes a few minutes of your time. Although millions of Americans are impacted by COVID-19, the virus has proven to strike senior citizens harder than most demographic groups. Not only are the elderly more at risk of dying from the disease, they are sometimes food insecure and often isolated. In today's edition of Corona Chronicles, reporter Abby Druckenmiller takes us to the Meals on Wheels program in Greenville, South Carolina, to find out how they're trying to provide food and togetherness during a time we're being told to stay apart. I'm here with Muriel Taylor, volunteer coordinator for Meals on Meals here in the Upstate. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So let's start with what brought you to Meals on Wheels in the first place. What sparked your passion for helping the senior community? I've been in a nonprofit for 16 years, so that's my heart. And Meals on Wheels of Greenville is just an amazing organization. They've been around over 50 years. They're steadfast in what they do for the community. My husband's grandmother received Meals on Wheels in a different county, and I saw what it did for our family, what it was able to do for her to remain independently in her home. And so having Meals on Wheels really affected our life personally. So being able to do something on the other side of that and help out really was important to me. So would you tell us a little bit more about Meals on Wheels for people who may not know about it? Sure. Each county has its own version of Meals on Wheels. We serve clients based on their need. They do not have to meet an age or income requirement to qualify for our service. They have to meet a level of care, basically, meaning they are considered homebound. Through a doctor's referral or a social service agency, they're referred to us, and then they can stay with us as long as they need. I'm glad y'all are here to provide that. I know Meals on Wheels is about more than just nutrition with the relieving social isolation aspect. And some research I was reading shows that isolation is about more than loneliness. It can also have real and long-term health effects. Could you talk about that some? Yeah, I think we've all experienced what severe isolation is really like for our clients with the COVID crisis. Being forced to stay in our homes and not see the people we want to see and not go where we want to go. That's what our clients are facing every day. And this has actually been worse really for them, because people can't come in and check on them. Healthcare workers, family can't really come and check on them as often because of the social distancing and the need to keep them as healthy as possible. Isolation for sure has underlying health effects. It leads to depression, which can lead to other issues and exacerbate other health issues. So we're really there. We kind of say we deliver more than a meal. Even with social distancing, we're able to say hello, wave from that six to eight feet away really just put a face to someone. Hey, how are you today? Uh, hope you enjoy those meals. And then we have some volunteers who are calling our clients on the days that we don't deliver. Uh, so Tuesdays and Thursdays are days we typically would see our clients. We're not right now. So volunteers are volunteering to check in with them. Just a phone call once a week. Hey, you know, it's, it's Katie here just checking on you. How you doing, Mr. Smith? Do you need anything? Well, I'm short on toilet paper as we all are. So, you know, how can we help? And so then they report back to us if there's an issue or something that the clients are having that we can help with. So still continuing to reach out to those clients and make sure they know we're here. Give them that social interaction that we all can have. Absolutely. Right now. <laughs> Somebody to talk to. So what changes have you seen among the people you serve? Just how has daily life changed besides not receiving the meals as often, getting the phone calls instead? Have there been any other changes? 
a lot of them are confused. Access to information is hard too for them. You know, they're not surfing the web. They're relying on really our volunteers. Hey, this is Monday. You'll get your meals again on Wednesday. Just reminding, here's a frozen meal for the day we're not here. They're just very vulnerable to what they're exposed to. So who's coming to see them? What that looks like? How are they able to get out and get groceries? You know, is someone able to drop groceries off to them? It really does just change their whole their whole world. So Meals on Wheels is pretty much their connection to the outside world right now. We are. We are. For some of our clients, we really are the only connection they have, especially if they have no family in the area. A lot of our clients don't have anyone else coming to check on them. So they let us know when, you know, one refrigerator broke. So she has no way to keep her meals frozen for the days that we're not delivering. So do we know of other community organizations that have a fridge she might either purchase at a low cost or would donate to her? And that's sort of an ongoing part of our mission is to connect our clients with others in the community who are doing good work, other organizations who do things we don't do, like mm-hmm. build ramps or install mobility devices or you know provide transportation to those who don't have a way to get to the grocery store, helping them find those resources in the community. So whether we're there with a meal or whether we're there on the other end of a phone, just checking in daily, just ensure they're okay. Or, you know, if they're worried, you know, I think I might need to go to the doctor, but I don't have a way to get there. Just whatever those kind of situations are, putting their minds at ease and helping them find solutions to whatever their problem is. What about the volunteers? I know they play a central role in what you do. How has COVID affected that side of your operations? We've been very fortunate. We have an extremely loyal base of volunteers. We require about 140 volunteers every day to deliver our meals uh, because we do cover all of Greenville County. So that's about 800 and something miles. So we're very fortunate um, not only to have a steady amount of volunteers coming in and packaging our meals in the mornings, but also continually signing up for routes and delivering those meals out to the community. We've had people reach out from faith communities, from civic organizations. You know, the kids are at home right now. What do I do with them? So let's get out of the house and go take a route. A lot of people wanting to get involved for the first time. So we've started doing virtual orientation so people can get involved. So what would you say Meals on Wheels needs most at this time? Probably what we always need, people, funds, your time, your talents, (laughs) your treasures. We're having to produce more food to provide those frozen meals on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So just, you know, we're having to change the way we provide things. But really just just your time. We've got ways to get everybody involved. It's not something that you have to do every week for three hours. You know, it's just, are you available to help? Give us an hour of your week and we'll put smiles on probably 10 to 12 people. The clients love to see us. Some of them will talk your ears off. They're super grateful. And our volunteers are rock stars. So if there was one message you want to leave our listeners with, what would that be? Get involved in your community. I mean, I have the best job. I come to work every day. It's just a joy. So what's your passion and find a way to give back to it. An hour a week really makes a huge difference. Thank you for joining us. For more information about Meals on Wheels, you can go to mealsonwheelsamerica.org. For Corona Chronicles, I'm Abby Druckenmiller. Corona Chronicles provides in-depth coverage of news and issues in our community and is designed to serve the public interest. It's produced through a partnership between USC's Honors College, the School of Journalism and Mass Communications, and the Garnet Media Group. For a full transcript of today's episode, go to www.garnetmedia.org and look for Corona Chronicles. Thanks for joining us. And before we sign off, here's a message for you. Stay home.
Are you crazy? Stay home. Do your part and stay home. Staying home doesn't always save lives. Did you know South Carolina ranks fifth in the nation for women killed by men they know? With stay-at-home orders in effect, you may feel trapped, isolated, or less safe than ever before. We know domestic violence doesn't stop, even in the midst of a pandemic. Learn how to get help for you or someone you love at sistercare.org.